because you know what? You're going to be Sounds losing like people. America. No, it's the world. Because we look, I'm like, it's the world. Because it's like, because it, it, in the game, it makes sense. You start a war with another country. That means you're going to be losing. You're going to be building military. You're going to start a war. You're going to have a deep defense. You're going to take other people in and you can lose some people along the way. You know what? It's a win-win. Even if people die, that means people are going to start appreciating being back. Oh, it, it's the whole idea of you playing games is to escape reality this man is leaving reality to make another virtual reality man and it's scary and it's like it kind of right like with money and of course everything's going to be ideal and everything perfect and when you live it like for instance to live in that and it's been said because everything that i'm saying while i'm playing this game it's been said already before i mean philosophy mm-hmm. that for people to live in a culture high advanced place with peace like rome was Mm -hmm. you have to remember it's people out here that was killing other people you don't pay you just turn your back to it while you live in lavish and living good everything's well but you have to understand your people other people that's from the same culture same gang you from out here committing crimes left and right against where and it's like that you like it's like a necessary evil. Just like when white women, when their husbands were fucking hanging black people, she left and right. And they, they, your hands are just as dirty. Simple as In that. In the words of Baylor the Great, out here set tripping. Out here set motherfucker set tripping. Oh my God. But shout out to Sid Meier's Civilization. Been popping since the early 90s. Like mm-hmm. on Civ 6 now. It's, it's a cool game. A lot of big, like a lot of computer nerds, including myself, play it. It's on the mm-hmm. PS4 as well. But it it really would like this world is crazy and it's like is this game like setting you up? But it's not even setting you up. It's giving you free will to make a choice. You don't have to fight anyone. Mm-hmm. But when people, if you don't have a strong army and get let's say, took. man, it'd be so cold blooded. You be thinking everything cool. You over here, your people happy, making a garden, y'all reading y'all yeah nerds and stuff. Reading y'all got philosophers. They'll come like it. It happened just like this. It'll be like another country. Let's say Russia come by. Like, oh, what's up? We found you. How you doing, mm-hmm. man? Hey, would you like to give us some of your knowledge? We, my people don't know how to. Um, my people don't know much about physics. We still just count numbers. We just we just learned what a calculator was. Mm-hmm. How about you give me that physics? Then mm-hmm. they're like they're gonna ask nicely first. Then you're like, all right, we gonna run up in your shit. Like, like, and what you gonna do about it? What's your army looking like? And like, that's and the biggest thing. What I do, this is me. Everybody can play differently. Is build my army first. I want a badass army. So if you run up in my shit, you'll get you'll get handled quickly, quickly. Mm. And I'm always like, I don't bother nobody. But if you first when you when you when you come with that silly shit, uh, I'm taking your whole shit. I'm taking everybody. You shouldn't have started it. That's how I always run. Oh my god. Oh my god, check it out. Okay, okay, okay. I'll stop. Sorry. And this is D- right. Mr. D713, y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he has levels. Everything culture. Levels, okay. You have levels too. I, I do have levels. have levels. I do have levels. I think we both have our levels. Um, well, officially, welcome to She Gets a Podcast. You know, who is Drake? Mr. D713. Oh yeah, y'all. This is Pod Family, okay? Family to the podcast land. My little, click, my little set. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
Mr. D713 Drake has a great podcast called Everything Culture. How I said it, mm. Everything Culture. So Country. on your Twitter and on your IG, please look up at every T-H-G culture. Okay. That's, and that is and on that's Twitter. Twitter. Yes. Mm-hmm. And on IG is everything culture. Okay. Hashtag it, find it on your podcast platforms check out episodes download it and subscribe and don't forget to rate him we out you yes all right and he has amazing an amazing team with all the pod family supporting each other and he has mm. some amazing merch on the way so y'all just mm. keep out a look he has amazing seasons upon the way okay so oh, yeah. I wanted to dig in. Season into three, them. baby. You know what I'm saying? It's coming. I wanted y'all to figure See, out. I was about who to Drake hit a level is. right there. I was gonna hit a level right there. <laughs> I, I'm I was like, man, I can say I'm always coming, but that's a different situation. Oh man. This peace, this peace, is peace. not the show. Okay, what? okay, cool, cool, cool. cool. Back. I digress. I, I digress. think I'm gonna behave myself this episode. Hey, oh okay, let's behave. I think, I think. All right, so I feel like on your show, you're asking, asking, look at me, um, people, great questions, right? You do the best digging into people, finding levels about themselves. So I wanted to dig into who is Drake, all right? Oh, shit. I'm going to go cry. Okay. Um, I'm not going (laughs) to dig in like you dig in, but... I don't be me to dig in. I op- ask open-ended questions, y'all. People can respond how they want to respond. It's just sometimes they respond in a way like, oh, this is where we're going. Okay, yeah, let's do so it. I wanted to do is a bit of who Drake is and a bit of Black History Month, but really mm-hmm. our history is every month. All right. So, Drake, how are you doing today? Man, I am good. I am good. I... um just jumped off a of clubhouse, you know, things can go. Um, when I rolled in here, I was on clubhouse. They're like, don't leave. I'm like, I gotta For go. How long? But you had a room? Um, I'm also a moderator of another room called Happy Hour. And it's mm. unique because they don't even know I have a happy hour on my Sundays, but they do it Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We got CJ and we have some good topics and conversations. And it's sometimes it's cool for me. Like if you ever need me as a moderator, I just I just slide in. I'm I'm there, you know. He's a great cool. clubhouse moderator. You know, okay. I just try to, you know, and I learned like today it was about women um, balancing business and being balancing business and family these days, mm. you know, and it was good, like my thing is number one, it says specifically women. So mm-hmm. guess what my goal was to shut up. So <laughs> I was just like listening. Mm. He came in there it's, with a plan. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Not until a woman said, fellas, what do y'all think? Oh, it's our time, guys. Okay. <laughs> A lot of guys don't know how to do that, you know. No, they like to talk over other women and then it turns into a fight. Oh my god. Yeah. So I just let them go. Mm. So but my I, next question for you up. is um, how has this pandemic been treating you? Man, the pandemic actually been treating me well. I ain't mm-hmm. gonna complain about this pandemic. Um, I could, but I'm not, you know. The wife yeah. and I have been holding up together, you know. We I got her, she got me. 
Mm-hmm. We got one another. So we haven't choked each other out at all. We haven't thought about choking each other out to my knowledge. I feel um, like I tell you this all the time, but I really love how you love on your wife. Thank you. I, think I it's enjoy really loving sweet. on her too. I think it's sweet. Like, yeah, I, I try. Um, even though, you know, we, we got a unique relationship because it's our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so said she said I ain't gonna say everything we be saying because other people will know other people wouldn't know how to handle when yeah. your significant other say things like to you from both sides. I say crazy right. stuff, she say crazy stuff, but that's our language, how we speak to one another. Mm-hmm. And I would just say, like, man, during this, like I started working a week before the pandemic. You know, I was mm-hmm. unemployed for the longest time in my life for six months. Um, because I moved to a whole different city. You know, I was like, I didn't have any friends up here. Um, didn't have a very happy hour spot. I was like, man, this shit sucks. You know, my main thing for six months when I got here was driving my wife to work, picking her up and working out. Listen, so, Drake went from South South to North North. Okay. South yeah. South meaning yeah. Texas. Okay. To mm-hmm. North North meaning Washington, not DC. Washington. The Pacific Northwest. Oh. It is. And it was a very it was a culture shock, and I know it's something for us, you know. I like you know these grow, but I feel like when before the pandemic, felt like I was living in a pandemic already. What people are going through is what I was yeah. going through six months prior, you know. Wow. So I'm like, so me rolling into this, I'm like, I'm just basically doing what I was doing when I got here. Now I'm getting a check doing it, oh, that's and everybody got to go through it as well. Yeah, <laughs> you know, adjustments, but I'm. You know, I'm building more on the podcast, you know, taking care of opportunity, making more relationships with people. Um, I just find out the gyms are opening back up. Are, are I'm excited open, so. about this gym thing. Oh, my God. Y'all about to see a whole swole ass <laughs> individual about to start coming through. It's like, I don't like you think y'all see me. I'm about to start doing workouts and stuff like that. Record trying to find a way to record it. But yeah, yeah. y'all about to see me. Y'all about to see a whole new breed. I'm stepping okay. into 35, so I'm Excuse excited me. for it. Excuse me. All right, so since you mentioned it, um, what was the latest episode of Everything Culture? And uh, what can you tell us hmm. about your show? The latest full episode, mm-hmm. it was, oh my gosh. I was, happy, I was happy getting out. I don't have any recorded, ep- I have makings of you. So the mm-hmm. high work, you have the makings of you, right. which are episodes, but they're more like intro episodes. They're like yeah. bonus, okay? Then I have like the full topic episode when we have like a, a certain thing we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And the last topic episode, it was, is with the Vibe Killer Podcast. And we're talking about, um, just this is recording in September and just released in um February. No, it was released at the end of January. But we were talking about Juneteenth, the importance of it. We were talking about the fear of flying the podcast. And we're talking about podcasts. We're talking about like um the when I say fear of flying, the fear of starting your own business. Right. Um leaving that nine to five world, um leaving behind or you know sacrificing some of the the luxuries we have in life and what if we touched on uh, um uh, it was something else that was really cool we touched on that was hilarious juneteenth podcast and leaving and just talking about overall coming from a racist hometown and things too mm. so we touched on a few of those other things and honestly that could have been a two-part episode mm-hmm. we talked for like another two hours after that and i was like okay 
there's too much but the other one was some they were talking about relationships and some crazy stuff mm-hmm. but we enjoyed that conversation because of the perspective coming from two women and two men both from east texas and mm-hmm. seeing our um different point of views even though we come from the same area and yeah. life but now we're at later on where we're at so that once again how the show works but with the that was the topic of the show but the makings of you sitting down with uh, Ashley and Kim getting to know a little bit more about their childhood upbringing mm-hmm. and they're both podcasters from the same show but when doing the makings of you it was like they're so different you know their upbringings are so different um one come from a two-parent home Mm -hmm. never really had to ask for much in life you know family provided whatever she needed um she i always ask this question when i asked did you have chores growing up a lot of people like duh everybody had chores growing up she like "Hmm, not really and i hear that too i like (laughs) you that's and that's what i love doing you'd be surprised until you actually talk to someone really what their um, perspectives are because we're so quick to assume obviously because they share the same color the same hair or the same come from the same area they're doing the same thing i do so obviously you got to understand where i I come from and the other one was like man the chores i had buco buco chores i had to do this i had to do that and i hate like now as an adult it was unique especially when we had these questions in the makings of you then transitioning into the episode some people some people actually oh and Shan uh, is a very nice making you, by the way, y'all. So y'all got to get ready for that. Um, and the thing about it <laughs> is just hearing like how they came up and how that personality, when did it start to form? Mm-hmm. Um, a question that I asked on the show that I love is when did you realize you were different? Oh. Man. And that, I don't know if it was on when I when we did our show, but I know I, I want to say, I think it is, but. And I think I answered, I've always been like this. See, and but you feel, but do you feel me? Mm-hmm. And it's it's different from every, and then some people are thrown back, some people answer immediately, mm-hmm. you know? And because I think of it myself, when did I realize I was different? I like, man. And it's really, the question really forms from when did you realize, when when did somebody signify that you are black? When did somebody signify that you are fat? When did someone signify mm. that you were not attractive? When did somebody signify that you were attractive? When did someone signify that something about you that kind of molded you to who you are? Either, you know, either, am I making sense here? Yeah. So it's kind of, all my questions come from a different, deeper meeting. Even though I can talk shit, I can play, do all this and that. Right. But I really do try to have like, man, I'm really thinking. I'm a huge thinker. I don't usually when a situation happens, mm-hmm. I think I don't think of I, I think of how, but I also think of why. You know. All right. Sense. So I'm gonna have to stop you because you snowballing my next question. Okay, my, stop me. My next question was I don't want to stop you, but my next question was where where you're from and how you um your upbringing was. How has that shaped you into the man you are today? Mm, okay. So I am. I was born Fort Worth, Texas, raised Tyler, Texas, uh, and I spent my adult life in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, but being raised in Tyler, Texas, um, ooh, I would say it was a, can't, can't say single parent because I had my grandparents. I, I was raised in a multifamily home. Mm-hmm. Had my mother, my grandparents, my maternal grandparents and my maternal uncle that would be in and out from time to time. Then uh, after my eighth grade year at the age of 12, 
I started living with my maternal aunt. Mm-hmm. And so that was a lot with my upbringing. So up with all within my upbringing, I saw um, verbal abuse, neglect. I saw love, happiness. I saw, um, you know, laughter. I saw anger. I saw sadness. Um, I saw a lot of misunderstanding. I saw substance abuse, mm-hmm. a lot of substance abuse. I saw mismanagement of money. I saw um, just you know, a lot of lot a lot goes in the family dynamic. So I was exposed to a lot at a young age. Mm-hmm. They I, a lot. My mother started it, and it kind of went into with my. I wasn't baby, if that makes sense. I wasn't yeah. given that that position to relax. I was given that hey, you know, you got to be strong. So, so do you feel was, like you were rushed to grow up or you felt like absolutely just, mm. absolutely and i usually i sit back and think do, do i regret it that's and, what i'm about to ask you yeah oh you want you sorry for snowballing but I, <laughs> <laughs> like it is i think i usually think even to myself like unless you know me know me you would think i'm 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 full of cap you think i'm bullshit yeah. a lot of people would think i'm man and it's and I like and I sit back and it, I don't I'm not I'm not like this all the time. I usually try to say this to understand. I try to empathize with people. I understand where you're coming from, but sometimes I may come off a little bit facetious or braggadocious, braggadocious if it makes sense. But like my sister's on Clubhouse now, and mm-hmm. it was so funny how when she joined, she like mm, he ain't lying about shit. He been through a lot. <laughs> He always been telling people what to do in life ever since he was a little kid. Because yes, it's older, he, or younger, younger. Like she's like, um, like a year, almost two years younger than me. But she know, even though we wasn't raised together, but she knows when I come. My all my pe- people in my family, they know. I always had an old soul. I think yes. he said it about me recently. Yes. You think, like if you, I, re- I always had a very dramatic and old soul if that makes sense and it's weird to hear those two together because um i joke i gotta find that picture i gotta find that picture somewhere i saw it not too long ago one of my cousins sent it to me that i was talking about um we were talking about um, knowing who you are now i'm not homosexual but i was flamboyant as a kid Mm -hmm. and i don't mean like hey but i was like start a show yeah. <laughs> you know and that was yeah. and it came to the point of certain things in life happened where I felt my um that that glow of mine was dimmer because I had so much responsibility put on my shoulders mm-hmm. um from taking care of my grandfather and my grandmother my grandma had Alzheimer's my grandfather I always had to change his diaper change mm-hmm. his urinal flip him over um make sure to pr- be the protector of the home you know and make good grades on top of that and just be responsible for my badass brother yeah. all these type of things fell on the shoulders of a seven eight year old nine year old so when i got to a certain age i you know i can admit now that i was depressed when i was just tired of everyone mm-hmm. um i wasn't on no michael jackson shit i was more on a um f everybody mm-hmm. you know don't come close to me <clears throat> i'm here for my work I'm here to be successful. If you're not in my way, and this is me, like the mindset a lot of guys have in their adult life mm-hmm. was a mindset I had as a child. And that's why when I see some people doing certain things, I'm like, you say you want it, but how bad do you really want it? I even say yeah. it to myself. Yeah. And occasionally I'm like, 
I don't want it that bad. And it's okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it's okay because the world puts so much on other people's shoulders where you can't bear it. And that's why I say I can't go and say I regret it because a lot of adults, a lot of men and women can't handle this type of stress. And I was handling this stress at an age, at a very young age. Mm-hmm. So that's the way God made me and God continue to make me. Um, so it's just, that, that, that's just the beauty of life that we have. Yeah. So I don't know what is going to have next, what's next up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my main thing, I just got to be responsible for myself yeah and responsible who i allow in my circle you know if that makes sense so allowing my life so i appreciate having you in my life does that make sense me too you have a very um concerned grandfather spirit about you and i need you to take that as a compliment it means like you, you instantly make people feel um comforted and protected well you should be and yeah. is just and I don't mean that just because you're a woman I mean that as a person you should have some type mm-hmm. of well well you should it's strong what I mean strongly because it's yeah. not it's the world is not here for it the world is mm-hmm. not that for you yeah like so when you come across other people that celebrate you mm-hmm. and appreciate you and know who you for you better keep them people around you like yeah, I said yeah. like today yeah. when I got that package <laughs> <laughs> I got a package today from a um another uh a couple that does a podcast, Black Love Matters. Shout out to Nira, um Niram and Nyambi. Um it's a great podcast and I found it while I'm just like on stereo. Looking up. They on, they on, no, they're, they're not on stereo. on stereo. They're on every podcast platform. It's black with no K matters. Um, Love Matters uh podcast. And Let's they look these people up. And they're amazing. And I just started listening to them in uh, I want to say 2018 and they just became like a part of my morning a part of my Wednesday a part of my friend my Friday and found, it just found them listen I love them I love them and they just really just talked about raw topics and you know their move and them episode 307 look at them okay so good so good so they're real good people and they sent me a package today and i i did not know it was coming i did not know it was going to be in it and i wasn't expecting it and i'm here training and i'm like tears are falling up out my face and i'm just like let me turn off my camera (laughs) i was just like what is this package but um I meet so many uh, great people through podcasting and it's just like, okay, all right, let me just take this in. But um, even though your childhood was like it was, mm-hmm. can you give me two fun facts about your childhood? Man, fun. Okay. Dang, fun. Yes. Find it. <laughs> well, I know. Let me go away. <laughs> dang because i had a lot of fun stuff it was like i gonna say it was a lot of laughter a whole lot of laughter um absolute fun um a fun fact fun fact i'll never forget um what did i win it for i built something oh okay fun fact um I was pretty smart. 
Um, I would say math was my thing. I love math. I was a so that's that's just something as I know it's a it's a nerd fact. How about that? Nerd alert. But I, I know I used to be in um algebra competitions wow. when I was coming up. And that was my lot of my fun, a lot of fun. Um, let's see. Um, well, I was, uh, you know, I played, I played a little bit of football. I had a full beard at the age of thirteen. What? So like a, yeah. So I, I, I never looked my age. So that well, I didn't. I stopped. I stopped looking my age at the age of. 13 like my glow up happened between the age of 12 and 13 there's this Heavily video going around right on uh-huh. on instagram where this man took his son to barbershop and put on a faux beard <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the boy can't be more than 10 drake and he has a hey. beard and i'm just like my son wanted a beard so i let him get a beard his mom gonna kill me i'm just like oh my god <laughs> Hey, shout out to my brothers out there with four beards, man. Live y'all life. Don't let nobody shame y'all. Um, do y'all thing, man. Y'all gonna be in style one day. That's um, crazy. Like my wife, I was joke about like she loved my cheeks. Yeah. And like if I shave my beard off, I would probably look about I would look young as hell. Like really. <laughs> like I I have an extreme baby face. Mm-hmm. And but I already know, like, I shave the beard off. It's like it's like a lot of people are like, no, I'm I go from handsome to cute real quick. Oh, <laughs> like, adorable, yeah. Yeah. But nah. Uh, and another I like to say a fun fact. Um dang. Other than like um made a lot of good grades when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Football, baseball. Um oh fun fact. I was part a of a organization in high school by the name of Lions Club which mm. it was kind of like a gentleman's club and i don't mean like, like a strip club i was about to say I mean, wait like, a minute <laughs> <laughs> i don't really fix that it was to, it was like an etiquette club okay where we would um raise and take down the flag each day each day we'll put the marquee in front of school okay. um we would um dress and tie is oh i used to model i used to what? model like did you like life touch like i remember when i was working i didn't even know they were doing it mm-hmm. they put my pictures up in the wall like the mark like huge big they didn't you walk in they I, you know how black you know how they get us they, i probably signed off on it fine print you know exactly i was sorry wow. and it made me think my auntie sent me this picture oh and i used to wear contacts i used to wear contacts too but that's just in case i was Trying to put them in one fell and I can't find it. Like now, I used to wear colored contacts. I wore oh, colored contacts okay, too, okay, but they weren't okay. they weren't like bold color. They were like a lighter brown, so I could find yeah, it. Yeah, I used to wear the hazels. Oh lord! Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can. Oh my god! Ah, you know it was a life. It was a life. Okay, look at Drake. <laughs> and like this is the one that had me uh in the mall and things so this is me my senior year this is my junior year wow like two different people i know i know i know wow i'm sure (laughs) i'm sure we're not even gonna dapple into your um lady Mm -hmm. your lady Mm -hmm. but we gonna um we gonna step into your other lady which is my next question 
what are three keys to having a balanced, happy, healthy friendship with your wife? Well, I would go to pillars of everything, culture, which I respect, communication yeah. and consistency. Um, how fun. Well, I can't just say how fun. Know what fun is to your person you with, you know, mm-hmm. and know if they like your type of fun, too. Don't be afraid to do something different, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, my wife likes certain things, and she likes certain shows. And, you know, even me, like, per- like personally, y'all, I don't want to do some of the stuff. I don't. Yeah. But I'm going to act like I like it with some of the stuff. Yeah. Um, she act like she like it with some of the stuff when I am, I'm doing it, too. It's sacrifice. I think some sacrifice goes into having a happy relationship. Mm-hmm. Um Give them attention, you know. Yeah. I make sure if anybody tell my wife she's a bad bitch and fine as hell, it's gonna be me first of the damn thing. Listen, in the morning, listen it could be like 17 of us in the Zoom, and Drake's wife would come home and he was like, I'll be right back. And he'll put down the, the headphones and be like, and then he'll come back like 15 minutes later. I had to go say hello to my wife, you know, little straight up, man. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I think, man, like you have to make sure what's a priority in your life, man. Yeah. The same thing with work. Yeah, it's not only with y'all. It's like if I'm at work and my wife called me and something happened, bye y'all. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Uh-uh. Like I was having a conversation earlier with some don't clubhouse. It was people when you talk about a family, you gotta ask them what family look like, you know? Mm-hmm. Um some people want the kids, some people want just the, you know, just the spouse, some people want I want both. But mm-hmm. until I get the kids, she get all this attention. Like, yeah. and, you know, and I tell people we've had, we've had our conversations over in life, you know, and being married and who, who to choose, but we made sure to go to marriage counseling. You have to understand when you, I had my aunt, she, like my own sister's like, you put her in front of everybody else. That's what I'm supposed to do. Okay. Right. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. That is, that is part of the rule book right there. Mm-hmm. Um, And don't don't tell your business to everybody you know that's one thing we we hold strong in that like mm-hmm. I, I joked around earlier it's a it was a meme going out that and we both talk we've been saying this like it's people gonna be looking at her it's people gonna be looking at me mm-hmm. they waiting for one of us to slip up just yeah, to make yeah. our life hell yeah so it's just it's and we all say it's team drake you know no matter what happens it's, it, we the team we the crew mm-hmm. we the click you know um okay. we the best if that makes okay. sense so you know Hmm. All right. So I'm going to read a quote and I want you to tell me what it means to you. Okay. We go switch gears. We in third gear now. All right. It says our grand. Please check out She Gets It Shop on Teespring. The website is in the description for the show. All right. I got merch on there for the show for those who would like to wear their support or show their support that way you can support the She Gets It show and podcast and merch on that website. And if you can't get the website, just remember www.whoisshan.com and you can support me on other shows too and other places to shop for merch. Let's get back to the show fathers had to run 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 my generations out of breath we ain't running no more by stokely carmichael what does that mean to you 
Hmm. What was that middle part of my our grandfather's had to run, run, run until they're out of breath? We ain't running. He no said, um, my generations are basically out of breath. We ain't running no more. I would take that more as into dealing with mediocrity, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And I, I don't want to say that our grandf- all of our grandfathers dealt with mediocrity. And I mean, just in- injustice towards us, yeah. if that makes sense. It's more we take them over a stand. Um, and that's why I say, uh, we, we, shout out to Black Horror Humor. That's the other podcast I'm part of. Mm-hmm. Um, I say all the time, if if it's a boogeyman chasing after me or whatever's chasing after me, yeah, I'm gonna run, run, run. But when I stop, I'm ready to fight. We go, we go get straight to this, and and it's 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 not a slight to our my grandfathers because they did what they had to do to survive. Because you got to mm-hmm. fight a flight. But right. sooner or later, you know, you got, we have to, you got to adjust and we got to find a different way to attack, um, go from defensive to attack, go from evasive to attack. Mm-hmm. So that's how I look at it, you know, because if you're not running, you obviously got to be fighting. If you, well, why are you running in the first place? That mm-hmm. makes unless you, and we don't want to fight, but we're going to fight. Do you think to. the generations of today are running or fighting? both that's and i think it's necessary for both honestly um i say the generations that we talk about for my culture is you know i still say we're searching but once we realize and we start having an organization to figure out which ones need to run Mm -hmm. and where they need to run how they need to run you know and once like if you need to run to someone that's ready to fight hey Mm -hmm. you got to be prepared for that but we can't we can't down each other for having these different abilities as well. Because once again, I ain't running far. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm in the gym all the time. <laughs> like, you know, and when it's time to run, I need somebody maybe transfer a message for me. You know, running ain't bad. Hmm. All right. So before I get into this other history like question, what is your why in life? Ooh, my why in life? Your I like why that question. In life. Hmm, it, that's hard for me. My why? Why am I living? I don't say that. Why am I here? Why are you living? Um, why are you doing? Why are you showing all up? That, all that. Yeah. I got work to do. Hmm. I got work to do. God put me here to do His work. Um, Jesus Christ. Um, it's Christ. It either it be a representative not only to him, mm-hmm. be a representative not only to my the people of my skin color, my diaspora, mm-hmm. um, be a representative of the genitalia that I have and represent. <laughs> um, you know that keeping the book like I represent all these things yeah. and the why and total of it is like man just be a better person every day you know make yeah. somebody smile make somebody happy um make somebody hopefully um I can be somebody else's why if that makes mm-hmm. sense um I like check on my mentee I caught I'm one of those guys that some people may hate because why you say that 
man, because I've seen the little memes and stuff like that. I and I genuinely be like, man, why your heart feel with boo boo? Because like. <laughs> I will. I call people random. I keep. I don't really delete a lot of numbers at my phone. Yeah. If I'm driving and I just got a little time, I will call somebody I haven't talked to in years and like, hey, if this number still works, just checking on you. Like, hey, this. Mm-hmm. Is, what do you? So what do you want? And I sometimes I do mess with people. Mm-hmm. I like, hey, you ever thought about making more money? I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> you tired of working at nine to five? Hey, I'm selling this tea. I'm playing with you. I'll play. I used to little tea. I'll just kind of, and they, but they really be thrown off, but you haven't talked to me in years. I'm like, I'm legit. Like, I don't, I don't believe in burning bridges. I don't know if that's an attachment issue I have. I don't think mm-hmm. it's a problem. Yeah. I really believe I have, like, I can talk to someone I haven't met, some of my friends and family we haven't talked in years. When we catch up, we catch up, we laugh, we joke, and we may see you talking another two weeks, we may mm-hmm. talk another two months, we may talk another two years, but I mm-hmm. think we still have that relationship. While some people believe like people and people just come and go in your life and you know when they're gone they're gone you just keep going and so i've seen people oh i just hate when people just call me out the blue what do you want like that relationship was dead it's gone yeah and that's not like mm, you so negative that's See, I, I don't like. hate when people call me out the blue but i hate when people call me out the blue and ask me for shit no, I'm not asking for nothing. I'm just no, but that's the that's the part I hate. But anybody no, to come that, the blue, and that's why I be messing with them. I just like because I know that happens because it happened to me. So when I call and I'm like, "Hey, would you like to join this with me?" And I'm like, "Nah, I'm just messing with you. I just want to hear your voice. Make sure you're still alive. Yeah, you know, somebody thinking of you more than anything." At else. that um middle of last year, I made a vow with myself and mm-hmm. myself. And I said, okay. we not we not checking up on these ex specimens anymore. We're not trying to check the pulse. We just gonna leave it be. Mm. Because mm. I feel like sometimes when a woman that was in a relationship checks up on a man of the past, they think we trying to, you know, reverse things. No, I'm just making sure you okay and you good. That's it. So I had to stop checking up on people. Yeah, and sometimes it's just sense. healthier not to check up. So that makes sense. So and right. some people don't need to be checked up on as well. Listen, that's like if I delete your number on my phone, you're deleted out of my life. Facts. Best of luck to you in your endeavors. If you like to make a call, please hang up in like, there. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Uh, All right. So this next question is. If you had to choose between two great black inventors getting their proper credit and a film, who would it be? Would it be Louis Latimer, who was an inventor and draftsman of the carbon filament and helped create the light bulb? And he was a drafter who designed um, designs behind the telephone. Or kind of like, like Malcolm X a little bit. Listen, yeah. this man is researching. Or would it be Marie Van Britton Brown? What a name. She um was a she black nurse turned inventor um who was behind peepholes, cameras, monitors, and a two-way microphone. She basically wanted to create a way to protect her home which is now why we have the alarm system for homes. Mm-hmm. So right, which film... The door, 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 yes. Okay, okay. So which film 
for which inventor would you pick if you had to choose between these two great black inventors? That's beautiful. Because I just don't think we have enough movies. I mean, so you know, I got to do this. I haven't did my black history post today. Oh, (laughs) I really need to stop playing and do these things earlier because I'll be doing like late at night, but I love them. I I think there's there's a lot of um, movies about black greatness, but I don't think there's enough movies about the inventors of black people that we have the things today. Agree. Absolutely agree. Because I'm learning more and more out in my age of being 30. I want to teach these babies. I want to get some graining in them. I want to force it in your heads. Because y'all be we be learning all these damn fairy tales out here. This this truth. But um. Dang, Mary Van Britten Brown. She looks, she like it just feels like that would be a good movie to be about because she mm-hmm. kind of reminds me of. Uh, you watch Lovecraft Country, right? Yes. She she even kind of got that hip a lot of look right now. Yeah, the book is horrible, um, by the way. I haven't read the book. Like, it's like oh my gosh! So thank you for the heads up. Thank you for the heads up. I just got finished reading Dune, and I'm like, I think the people in that book should be black. But anyway, mm. um, I digress. But Lewis Howard Latimer, um, I've heard of him before. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, I didn't. I've never heard of Mary Van Britt Brown until like this weekend, actually. Yeah. Um, I think it's just amazing how 1848. She went from a nurse. To doing all of this, I think that would be. Don't get me wrong. I would transition. like to see both. I would like mm-hmm. to see both. We know. Flushing Queens, and is when he said Flushing Queens, he's not American, right? Is that Queens, New York? I don't know. Yes. Let me click on this. That is Queens, New York. So they're both from Queens. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's, that's cool. Similar. Navy when it's oh that okay okay I'm gonna start off with saying I would go I would I would watch I would if I was making the movie yeah I'll make Mary Van Britton Brown first if mm. I had to go in that order she lived for seventy seven years close mm-hmm. to seventy seven years um born in nineteen twenty two I think her piece would be more accurate. Because people actually, use, we all use a light bulb, you know, yeah. but that home security system, I think that will be a whole unique way of why she needs it. And I would like to know the story. Of, I wouldn't want to know the story. Why exactly did she create it? Um, did she create it like be living in black neighborhoods and just felt unsafe? Was it <laughs> safe because of other black people? She was safe because yeah. of white people and how people utilize security systems for and look and we can ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, we may need to cut this part out. I'm joking, we can we can leave it in, but for real, we could keep it because yeah. this would be a good conversation to have like with Amazon. I think Amazon could pick this up. I know you're listening, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 yeah i mean they should pick it up whoever can give the truest story thing. should pick it up well man i'm i'm big on we 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 yeah we got to tell these stories because pete look how hello man, ava like, look how things, hello ava yeah, you feel you feel me you know i'm like look how these things are gonna start taking over because look yeah. look where 
the light, the filament and light bulb so much in how often we still use it, but security systems, how that whole plan and how it's put together, mm-hmm. how your security system run your whole house now. For mm-hmm. instance, Alexa, turn on lights and boom, let's come on. Um, right. Alexa, I can say Alexa, check my front door for this, this and that. All these things, the intertwining of that mindset is, is so unique. Uh, mm-hmm. And isn't Albert Brown a and she got and she's married with a husband? You know, put him in. I've heard of him before too. Um, Who's her husband? Albert Brown. Mm-hmm. So they did together. So that's why I think I've heard of Albert Brown before I heard of Mary Van Britton Brown. So if we could put it together as a couple, a, a black couple coming Boy. together building something like that, how can mm-hmm. you see that? Right. There's yeah. always one in one because. You know, mm-hmm. a black creator or a black inventor couldn't Alexa successfully have they couldn't successfully have a good relationship. That's what is portrayed to me for us on film. So it's either they're by themselves and they go on hard in what they want to create. I would love to see a couple do that. And they, I sure like to see it because I always think about that with my wife and I. Is, we talk about doing a show from time to time, but we, I would hate to be one of them corny, and I will say corny um, mm-hmm. Instagram relationships. I'm like, we just go put a little bit out here for y'all. Y'all laugh, keep going. Yeah. But I would love to invent something with her. Like, I, I'm all for the business, for together, being together. That's me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I believe that's success right there. It is. It makes it easier. It so, lastly, as far as culture and being better people and pouring back into, you know, people around you to be the 1% that's not the same or assumed to be the same. What advice do you have for people right now? As far as culture? As far as like what's happening right now with the pandemic and, you know, possibly losing people and, really grabbing their day like what advice what's the best advice you can give to people right now it's gonna be all right keep your head up to the sky because everything's gonna be all right um (laughs) if if you're from texas you already know what that is oh but man seriously everything will be okay y'all once again my view is different. I didn't even mention much. I had a lot of death in my childhood. I know you did. And that's why I specifically asked you those questions because uh, I think it's so easy for you to go through the, the things that really molded you to grow up faster that it's hard to pick mm-hmm. out the good things that you remember when you have all of that. And and it can, it, I can be somewhat, and I, and I worked on this at a young, I remember it, in high school, I had to work on how I approach people that deal with a, a person in death and life. This is yeah. in high school, okay? And because when somebody will lose a mama or something like, well, because I, I lost my mother in my freshman year in high school. Mm-hmm. So my junior, senior year, when somebody else lost their mother, I'm like, it'll be all right, player. Suck it up. It'll be hard. Mm-hmm. But I then I put myself in my situation like, man. But I, but I also empathetic. Like, when I'm saying suck it up, it's going to be okay because it will. Yeah. And I then I had to realize everybody's not built. Like I used to hate, 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 hate hearing this. Everybody's not built like, like you, Brandon. Ugh. 
Everybody's not like everybody is not as smart as you. Everybody's not as wise as you. Everybody's not as strong as you. I'm hearing this from adults, mm -hmm. like old, old. Not even, I'm talking about grand, like people that was in their seventies back in it, like in their or they still older now. And it's like you different, like mm -hmm. you, you, you been through, like you different. And I'm like, and I used to say I'm not different. This all everything I do is a choice. Mm -hmm. I wake up every day and put my drawers on one leg at a time, just like everybody else. Then I'm going to find out don't. everybody don't. Yeah, that was... <laughs> that's you should have saw what I wore to work today. <laughs> See that? But that's my point. Everybody don't do that. When yeah. you realize, okay, well, everybody don't do that. You know, it's hell, you know, a little different. And but I, I care. But when I tell you right now, when people just, I'm like, you know, shout out to... I gotta see the videos. I should have, you know, I'm gonna send them to you. Um Humvee, you know, he he losing his father. Yeah. And man, not just me getting emotional about it because I care for the guy. But um, we did his makings of you, okay? Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna send you the clips on his making you. I sent them to Don too. And I, you know, I said you do what you want to do with them because I was gonna do something, mm -hmm. but I didn't want to do anything prematurely. I really wanted something to say you send for his family. Mm -hmm. But the way he was, when I asked him, how do you define joy? He brought up his parents. Mm. Like he brought his mom and daddy three times throughout that con like, and he was in depth about it. I'm like, and I knew, and and it's crazy because we made this a year ago, almost mm -hmm. exactly a year ago. Um, and it's crazy because he when I talked, when I talk about what's traumatic in my life, mm -hmm. I can bring up. Well, you know, I don't say traumatic. When I ask what's impactful in your life, yeah, you can say good or bad. I'll, I'll leave that for your interpretation, good or bad. Mm -hmm. But he said good. It was his parents being there for him. Mm -hmm. So if I ask him these same questions now, uh, just 365 days later, yeah, you know, what would it be? And I, it would have to be this. Because I, and I, I empathize with that. I feel that to my core. Mm -hmm. And that's why I like when we, you know, this between us, where you know, we are recording for everyone else, but I'm like, man, when I'm kind of like, hey, what y'all want to do? Because mm -hmm. I, if I either I'm going to do something myself, but yeah. if y'all want to do something as a group, we can do something as a group. Yeah. You tell me what you, and once again, I'm big on playing my part. When somebody asks for something, I, and I ask over time, hey, you need this, where the money going? Mm -hmm. Let me get this because I, because like, let me get this out the way. And because I'm going to let y'all run it and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit back. But I had as a friend, like if he ever needs man, I told DB, I'm here. That's personally, man. I, I'm because I, yeah, I, 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 I had to I, reach I out to him personally. I'm just like, hey, I know yeah. we, you know, know each other, but not know, know each other. But I'm here and I heard about your dad. And uh, I don't know what you need because I don't know how you feel. Because I hate when people say, yeah. you know, I'm sorry for your loss. And I know how you feel. No, you don't. <laughs> so and, and exactly i don't exactly. say that and i said like if you need to use me if you need to call me to vent whatever like just do it yeah and, and it goes a long way yeah because man because when i lost my mother it's like and the, the way it, it's just one of those things that you know that i think that's the hardest been with being in this pandemic thing because once again it's gonna be all right they'll per, mm -hmm. um, per, maybe persevere but people are losing people you know yeah. and but you know you will lose people with or without this pandemic you know yeah my um one um, of my best friends her mom passed away like i want to say two months after she had her son or a month 
after she had her son and her son came prematurely like he was early and uh, she mm. stayed in Texas with her mom for a while and a little bit after she left she was planning on going back to go see her and she couldn't get a hold of her her sisters couldn't get a hold of her mom and they sent like a police officer her mom's friend to her house and she was just laid out in the house dead Wow. and what's so crazy is she's not the youngest of her her siblings but she's a middle child and her mom left her like to be like the person for her everything like her house her her business condo her everything and it's kind of like how do you deal with that because you know it's COVID going on and her mom's a nurse mm-hmm. and they couldn't they couldn't release any of that stuff until they had the reason of death and they couldn't find that out for months and uh it was crazy it was just madness and then she she got a new house and she can't really be 100 percent happy about her new house and she got the baby and it's kind of like mm-hmm. what do you tell somebody when they going through that and you've never experienced losing a parent so it was yeah, and, and that's crazy. and and that's the thing about it and the perspectives that we have are so unique and once again i'm not a professional i'm really man find what you need to do but yeah like the question you just asked your why your pur- purpose mm-hmm. everybody you need to know your purpose my purpose once again is here is to do something i don't even fully understand but i know i'm here for a reason no matter what happened you know mm-hmm. i'm a living walking testimony and that's why i'm saying i'm happy to you know come on with here and here and i want other people to share their testimonies as well yeah um i like because you'll be so and i like, i know that this your thing mm-hmm. when i tell you, when people come on and like with you you you'd be surprised how many other there shans out here yeah the the extremely intelligent low-key gorgeous quirky crazy as hell people you got out Aww. here you know but you know it, it's something important to share those experiences mm-hmm. because it's a lot of other people and it's not a dim the light it's a lot of the people that have because I will say it's good and bad in the world. It's good and bad within all you of us, too. This is my thing. You don't get really good people to the core until they've been dragged through something they didn't cause and they made it through it. Yeah. yeah Those yeah. are the and good I think people. That's, and that's why I say my column working with kids. You know, I was in kids and elderly, man. But I say I work with kids, man, because I'm like, shoof. When I and I see these kids persevere some of these things, and trust me, I've seen some little assholes too. And I'm like, yeah, you grow, you go grow up and be something, something different, you know. <laughs> I'm like, Look at I ain't even go, seeds. I ain't even go hold you. I ain't even go hold you. It's been a, little, it's a couple, not a lot, but a couple. I'm like, Lord, yeah. get me off this case, man. This little demon right here, I see, man. <laughs> I had, I knew one little boy so bad. The judge said, if your mama just come back, we go give him back to you. Go get, we go give her back to you. And mama just, the only thing that mama didn't have to work, no services, nothing. Mama just say, nope, y'all got them. I'm wow. telling you, it's, it's some wild stuff out here, y'all. Man. But it's just the thing about it, I pray hopefully that young man is doing well in life right now. But mm. I just sit back and I listen. I really do. I talk a lot, but I listen more than you ever know. I, I observe so many, so many things. And I, and I, I used to be, I, 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 I walked that line. Should I fake it with you? Because some mm-hmm. people don't know if they fake and they in they frighten. And I'm like, do they do they know or don't they know? You some know, people play victimhood really good. 
Oh my god! When I tell you, yeah. and I was talking, and some people loved it. I know I've never been a fan of instigators. Never okay. been a fan of instigators. And when I see some instigators and I'm like, I see what you're doing. And I be looking at other people. Y'all don't see this? Y'all don't see this? Yeah. I'm like, it's yeah. like, we adults now. Yeah. They were doing this stuff as we were, we were children. We were grown adults now. And they're right. doing the same thing. Like I saw this on the playground at the age of 10. I know what you're doing here. I mean, Stop some people that, don't man. grow up. People don't mature. But that's why you got to filter out your people. It's important. They can go. Yeah. Even going to um oh my god, we got and once again, every my grandfather taught me two things. Know how to read and know how to uh, know how to read and know how to count. Two things. He didn't even say right. Just know how to read and know how to count. Don't know two things you need to know how to do. Hmm. Period. Know how to do it well. And hmm. it goes back into why you don't end up getting writing your money off and you losing your money in a contract by someone like that. Yeah. Or um super gluing your hair to your head <laughs> shout out to gorilla <laughs> can we start calling her gorilla gal listen she about to she about to get what she need to get honey this 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 scout about to come back to her tenfold man you think so oh yeah man. oh yeah oh my god oh my god i can't say i that goes back to my old my, the 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 way of society now. You get mm-hmm. rewarded for dumb shit. Listen, What's it's the, crazy. She verified go, now on IG because of that. I saw that. I saw. I said <laughs> she verified already. Verified. Was, I, I never want to block somebody blessing, but is this a blessing or this just the devil? Because that's I, because she ain't go she ain't go super glue your hand. Go, go no, no, shit, no, no, super, no, 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 why not? No, no, no. Why not? No. Why not? You can I come up. This. I need to, you can come up. I got, you you can I got two daughters. I got two daughters. Go, go, do it. But that's you said it right there. You said it right there. What example are we leaving? Yeah. Because it's yeah. the same thing with that little kid that was crying last year at the beginning of 2020. Got when you're talking about getting bullied, Perfectly my thing right. is, I like, once again, me being, and it's not being this empathetic. I know bullshit. I'm like, <laughs> Something to smell right about this. <laughs> something I'm like, right. right? I just, it, but you know what? But if you speak out and say something, oh, you're a horrible person, blah blah oh, blah. Yeah, that yeah, mob mentality yeah. kick in, and yeah. I'm like, but y'all don't see, y'all don't, yeah. y'all don't want to question anything. Listen, and that's scary that people don't question anything; they just take it. Okay, they said this. Who is they? Just like that orange man said, you can fight this you know COVID with bleach and them people but, but people but man that's but we got some of these people in our circle too let's think about it like i'm like <laughs> keep it a book I can't. I can't. but i'll tell you i just i just look at life and just sit back and like this is i don't watch a lot of dramas and stuff because mm-hmm. like we got life is look at what we living in what what you need to go watch something fictitious for when you got this shit happening in reality? I mean, you over there playing the game, citizen. Well, let's once again. <laughs> I have control over the game. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good point. So can you answer the question? Who is Drake? Man, I am me. Yeah. Simple as that. I am me. I can I can fully describe myself. You have to get to know me. Mm-hmm. I don't know who I am, mm-hmm. other than me. Then that's the 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 paradox we have. Do I you think we're really up. supposed to know ourselves fully? 
Are we supposed to always be discovering things every day? Absolutely. I would agree to that. And we, when you're discovering things, you're discovering yourself. And man, maybe just that when you die, that's when you find out who you are. You know, mm-hmm. man, because I, I can, I, I can say I'm a real nigga. Because what, what, what does that, in, what that, that doesn't take, what does that entail? Okay, me, um, what is, what does it mean to be, um, other than I'm, I'm black, you know, but I don't consider myself the color black, you know, in the culture. Somebody said I said something that was anti-black the other day, and I'm like, what? Oh, <laughs> that I said um because and once again I talk I was, you know how it's crazy that people try to put you paint you as a bad guy when you just simply state your thoughts and opinions yeah. like I was raised to and I said verbatim I was raised to believe when you step out the house you shouldn't step out with your house shoes robe or your oh um, we talked about this yeah, yeah we so talked about that like... and somebody was like well that's anti-black and I'm like it's not what? anti-black. It's about having yeah. standards about and, yourself and in presentation because it. it only takes one time. And once again, once again, I, I said it's not. I don't go out here and tell people you should be doing it. This is mm-hmm. that. I said that's how me and my people roll. Well, yeah. what does that mean? That mean you can't be part of you if you step. If I even my sister said she steps out with her that, but she knows she. Somebody even said it. Well, I got to wear my bun on when it caught because she respects me. Now, if you don't respect that, because you know what. I've been to the grocery store with house shoes on before I ran and I feel bad about it because <laughs> that's my moral comp. But that's my moral compass. Yeah. I do a lot of other wild shit, but that's my moral compass. And whatever my moral compass is my moral compass. Whatever your moral compass, that's your moral compass. You live your life. But as long as I'm not prejudiced towards you, live your life. You know, that's the thing. But when you try to change my mental process, try to change me for who I am, mm-hmm. and you try to not... It's, once again, it's when you try to. It's okay to try to influence, but when mm-hmm. you try to force, that's when yeah. you become a problem with me. You know, you can share your perspective, and I can hear that. Hmm, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Never thought of it that way. I can see yeah, that I could never go anywhere with my any of my brothers with my scarf on my head or bonnet. That's out. And like they'll just look at me and be like, "Well, let me know when you're ready. We could go." My friends, I got, I got, uh, my sister have three. I got two nieces and a nephew for my niece. I know yeah. she's doing to get these kids, yeah. but when other guys are flirting with her and doing all this, I don't want to be around for that. Okay. Yeah. And this, I think that's absolutely normal in my opinion. But yeah. some people, well, you're a double. Up. Shut up. Just shut up. Don't, don't. I just feel like it's me. very embarrassing when you take your child to daycare or camp and they put a sign on the door that said no bonnets or scars allowed please dress appropriately to drop and pick up your kids like and why does somebody have to tell you this and that's why that's why i was when i was coming in I was, that was the conversation i was stepping off of on, on, on clubhouse because somebody was giving me you know i love the facts of things once yeah. again i like to know why things happen yeah. and where things come i love knowing that and someone was actually saying, well, Josephine Baker mm-hmm. actually stated, she wrote a whole article about stating why we shouldn't step out like that. And that's exactly how I was raised. It was like my grandfather raised me, and grandmother did like the women in my life, you know, women do this, this, and that. And I used to say, this is, they used to say to me, they said this to the other women in my family, men, you step out, you make sure you are, you know, I got in trouble for not ironing my clothes as a kid. Yeah, it's old like, school. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I always had to iron my clothes or stuff out. You get your ass back inside. You, I don't give a damn. You late for school or not? You ain't gonna go out this house dressed. There like are that. things that happen in a black household before the day of the day. 
Mm. And it's mm. it's washing your butt. <laughs> Mm. It's 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 making sure your hair is ready for tomorrow. It's setting out your clothes, ironing your clothes. Mm. Sunday is ironing your clothes for the week. Mm, um, listen, hey, my, my wife still be talking about. I used to still because now my clothes. I, I got a certain routine. We mm-hmm. technically clean this most of the time. But when I tell you when I when we first started dating and she used to see me iron out my clothes on one day of the week, she's yeah. like, "You such a damn nerd." And I'm like, <laughs> oh, "Okay." Can't go catch me slipping, pimping, you know. <laughs> oh man, but, it's yeah, hard to fine. find people like that still, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My mom used to um use the back room of the house in Philly for all of the laundry. It'd be like the laundry bed. If we had guests, it'll be their room, and she would have piles and piles and piles of undershirts, um, um, tank tops, um. Uh, under briefs my, my dad was white briefs okay oh, um all his his dress oh, pants would be set to the side so she could iron it the 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 iron board was permanently standing up in that room and she would just iron and fold his clothes all day I'm, I'm talking about some of his shirts you would see the deodorant stains in the pits and he was like fold that <laughs> and i'm just like what but i don't Man. know many like that unique. no more shit you alive you alive i, I, I appreciate sorry. a man that's like okay i need an undershirt no i need a tank top i need an undershirt then i need my main shirt like what and then just like how you like your hosiery i appreciate a man dressed up with the um with the sock the sock holders like oh my god he got a strap to hold on his socks and suspenders too really Yay! Listen, when I worked in New York, I'm the one being judged left or right. Listen, I work. I worked at one of my one of my jobs because you know Jamaicans keep tree jobs. One of my jobs was um, at Dunian Burke on 60th Street. It was on 60th Street, right between Park Mm -hmm. and uh, Madison Avenue, and I would purposely get off on the the end train and walk all the way up Park Ave early in the morning just so I could see the men in suits and sniff their cologne and aftershave. <laughs> like, noted, that was my noted. thing. That was my thing. Fetish gang. Listen. Yeah. One thing I can't stand, and this is a country thing, yes. but I know, once again, I know how to dress. And this is the, it goes to the makings of me and, like, who, I, who am I? Uh, I was I was gonna mess with Leah, her sister. One day they saw me like right now, dressed in a sweater, mm-hmm. and they was like, "Oh my God, Drake wearing something other than a t-shirt." Never knew. And I'm like, <laughs> "Do you know who I am?" Right. No, and then I'm like, "No, you don't know who I am because mm-hmm. y'all just y'all just see what I come on like mm-hmm. on a Sunday night." Like I have so many suits up there, dress socks to suspenders to ties, bow ties. Like you just saw what I used to wear in high school. I used to wear suit like Mm -hmm. I was like walking around school with a like not a Leatherman jacket, Mm -hmm. but a sports club jacket. You know what I mean? That was me, you know. And I, I like, and one thing I learned that you should never wear. It used to kill me. Once again, I don't shame dudes. Mm -hmm. It used to kill me when I see belts and suspenders on at the same time boy i'm like what is your country ass doing and i know we country but i was like we got to stop doing that y'all like it's one or the other one or the other but oh oh in college i won a fashion show too 
See, see these fun facts. Yeah, I forgot me forget about that. But it's like, but now, like, eh, like, eh, I don't care. <laughs> this I, is why I, I say, like, if I could go back to any time period, it'd probably be like the sixties or the seventies for sure. Somebody said that earlier. Somebody legit said in that in the clubhouse said that verbatim, and I was like, "If you black, why the hell are you going back in time?" It's, it's, it's not even of, it, of the the politics and the stuff that was going on at the time because it was horrible. It's like the the pride and blackness that we had, and and, and, so and that's and we still can't have it because trust me, the other stuff was back there too, y'all. Y'all just don't. The, yeah. Only certain whoever writes the history makes history. Understand that, understand that. Whoever and until you got people like me that do a little bit more research, deep in it, like a lot of people thought um, Rosa Parks just, you know, that was all just natural. Her sitting on that um, bus and getting thrown off. None of that. That was all planned. Yeah, every single part of that was planned. Yeah. It wasn't but just until her. somebody tells the other story. That would be the only story told. That's what I'm saying. There you go. Mm. Same thing you would think Christopher Columbus found this um continent. Yeah. Same and and, and wasn't think. it a, another girl did it, but because she was pregnant, she was looked down upon, so nobody wanted to talk about that. She, it was a dark-skinned woman. It was a dark-skinned girl. She was in high school, but she was pregnant. Yeah. She was looked at as far. Not only she was pregnant and she was looked at as a floozy, mm-hmm. she was also dark-skinned. And they knew that, and they knew getting a fair-skinned woman to do so would be fine. So they, I'm telling you, it was, but that's how they worked. They worked ahead to make it seem like you had to play that game. And that's sometimes I don't want to play that game, but then I have to sit back. That game has to be played at times. And I look at that's why I look at Jay Z. It's like I'll show you how to move in a room full of vultures. Like yeah. you gotta be that vulture sometimes to make progress for the greater good. And while you're doing it, people are not gonna like you for doing it. Then you got people like Kaepernick is gonna sacrifice themselves, but you gotta work with the good. You gotta damn I'm making sense. It's it too deep for something. Yeah, it's that balance because yeah. that's how you make progress. And I'm like, man, and it was somewhere else. I was looking like, oh my gosh, I know this is you know, you you know I can talk. Mm-hmm. but some black folks got upset at me the other night and it was some once again i'm big on like what's really happening yeah and that we were doing some black um history trivia and one of the cards and it was on a card and it said you know basically a black guy and they, what was the black guy known for and i'm like uh creating popsicles and they're like clothes that's crazy clothes and they're like um they're like creating ice cream i like mm-hmm. in the 1930s mm-hmm <laughs> no nah, you, you see how i take my time and i go and i do some research because yeah. we have google right at our fingertips yeah. why not you know right. let's see what it's really about man i, I like because ice cream kind of oh ice cream is going around i don't know if we can give all the ice cream to a black one black <laughs> man in the 1930s yeah. like, i'm a i'm a fat boy man yeah. he didn't create ice cream he like modified by adding salt to it i said but we can't say he created ice cream but yeah. how you know that, that you know that was a lie well, I'm just going to go with it and just so I'm going to tell my kids. So I'm like, are you perpetuating the same thing that white people are doing by lying exactly. and shit? Exactly. Should we want to stop that? You know, shouldn't we exactly. want to go to that point of telling the truth? And like, because that's why, and same thing, we I hear so much about patriarchy. And I'm like, well, we need matriarchy. I'm like, shouldn't we just want equality for one another? That's get why that so we get all the conversation on Twitter yesterday about you know, I thought we was boycotting football and everybody talking about football and the same people that talk, 
talked about boycotting football, that watched football yesterday, and the same time want to talk about, well, I'm just waiting to see what Jay-Z does. What are you doing? What? Are, why are we waiting for one hey. black man to do the bigger difference? Why do we have to have a leader? Why can't we all be leaders in our own respect? Because it's, we all too, have to move. it's too easy to be comfortable into the old way where the new way in an inventive way takes more work and people are lazy. Man, and we could all do it because if you, this is how I look at football. You know who haven't who, watched one game of football this year? I haven't watched football in three years. But, man, I refuse. Hey, I believe you. Listen, I, and, and, same. football ain't nothing but a different location of the plantation. Mm. You might sprinkle a little bit more white men in there, some Hispanic men, some from a Latino background or whatever. South where, East, listen, South, um, Southeast Asian. Hawaiian, whoever, right? Pacific, Pacific But mostly Islanders. black people of darker skin tones were brought here decades and decades and decades ago to entertain European descent people. And we are still entertaining them, but we have no stake in anything that they find entertainment in. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're picking the biggest, you're picking the fastest, you're picking the tallest in some sports, you're picking the strongest black men to play your game and make you billions and billions and billions of dollars, but they cannot be any owners. The way they have it set up is the ownership of the NFL is pieced by people who have piece of the puzzle of the, Mm -hmm. of the cost. And they pass mm-hmm. it down in generations and generations and generations. And unless you marry into that family and you are a part of that will that's going to go ahead and get that when somebody dies and falls off, you will never get in. And until we can get in in some way of ownership, it means nothing. But you don't think they thought about this already? Hell this, yeah. This, you know how hard it would be to get in there? Look how they did Prince Harry when he married a black woman. Yeah. That motherfucker had to leave. Give up. It, 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 give it, up. He Did didn't have to. He didn't have to leave, but by for sanity oh. reasons. Oh, they would have more sense. I think that, and I still think they go. I think they would have. Look what they did to his mother. Oh yeah. Like we all know that was. Eh, they go. People will kill people to keep things in their lineage. Oh, for Simple sure. as that. Facts. We we see we see um, other ethnicities do it with. You know, my daughter wanted to have a black boyfriend and I was against it. So, I, yes, I, I set up somebody to murder him or I murdered him. And or they have no shame. Or her. You know, yeah. And that's one thing. They would take out their own. Why the hell they, you don't think they'll take out you? I'll be telling people. That's why I say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Rock joke about it, but he said, man, why they one bad motherfucker? You know what? I've seen it with other cultures, too. There's a documentary. I forgot what oh, the yeah. guy's called where he killed his daughter's because they didn't want to go overseas to India and marry marry in you know their their culture and they didn't want to go overseas so he murdered his daughters he shot them and he disappeared and the family covered it up and it's still covered up to where their father's whereabouts is and his wife the mother of those girls covered it up so it's Why just, should I hear, bruh? I mean, sis, darling, I'm telling you. It's just, it's just madness. People gonna do what they mm. want to do, but um, 
it's important to, um, you know, be aware and like you said, observe. So, <laughs> you know. It's crazy, crazy. So I'm gonna ask you, so I'm trying to adjust because I'm loving the makings of you. Okay. I love it. And a lot of people want to come on the makings of you. And it's easy since now we can do it on Instagram. Just like boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Should I increase? I want to get to the point where we start dropping the makings of you like maybe once to three times a week. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do a topic episode every two weeks. Okay. You think? I think Jeez, you should is do Is that it. too confusing? No. You should do a Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm-hmm. And then the topic episode i don't know if you want to incorporate that into your sunday episode well the sunday is supposed to be for a catch-up for the, it's supposed to be a recap okay. nobody watched the damn episode so it's kind of hard to do a recap like anybody watched the episode no we ain't watch it yet. well and it's kind of i wanted like well let's talk because we're supposed to the main part of sunday is to talk about the episode okay so so that's why I'm like really, I usually use it like a chill spot, but I'm really going to start cutting in like, hey, this is what we talked about this episode. This is what we're going to replay. This was the conversation. This is what was going on. So like clips. That's what I'm going to start pushing on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But I feel like an old man trying to work some of this stuff on like through Zoom. You're not old. You season, but you could do it. I believe in you. Oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just like next season, season 11, I'm a. I'm gonna slow it down because I'm gonna focus on the meeting behind the number eleven, which mm. is really good, and um, make you know each episode purpose driven and put it smack dab in the middle of the week. Hey, podcasters, that's yeah. why I call us the podcast with a purpose. Yes, like, I would say if if you don't learn anything from any of my podcasts, I did a huge disservice. Oh, yeah. I don't care what we're talking about. If you, that's what I need. To, I want to like. I need to start getting more acquainted with using um, social medias more mm-hmm. because I want to start asking questions to people. So my main question, I want to be like, so what did you learn today? So like Francis Shane, what did you learn today? I learned that it's better to be prepared than to not, especially mm. since <laughs> I started work at seven o'clock this morning. And I didn't get to log until eleven thirty. <laughs> Oh shit! But that wasn't on my part. That was the company not giving people their VPN codes mm. yesterday. You know what I'm saying? I um. It also gave me a perspective of when you have bad business management, you lose money. I saw that tweet. Was that a tweet? Or was yes. Because a... okay, I was I just like, tweet. this makes no sense. I, I made. I want to say I made a hundred and fifty dollars by sitting at my desk and doing nothing like this. Just eat my breakfast. No. But they expect being an HR, they expect those type of losses sometimes. That's crazy. That's why it's not my needed. wife is in business continuity. But that's what some things are. But uh, uh, we're not machines. Uh. See, I, I, I told that line that we're not machines. Now, we're not we machines. Point, but, but I feel like that things point, can be done in a more efficient way. Exactly. Agreed. Just like this whole COVID thing. If they really oh, wanted see, to limit people from spreading it, why didn't you close the travel for people who are not? Why did they have the Super Bowl open yesterday? Because they don't care. It's, it's like washing a hand to wash a hand. If I pay you X, Y, and Z, how about you not be as strict when it comes to the Super Bowl so I can make X, Y, and Z money? Where the game civilization. 
Because you understand that something called overpopulation. It's crazy. And when you have overpopulation, especially even in the world, then you got powers to be that say, hey, we need to thin the herd. And that's why I hate hearing the term. One of the main reasons I, I remember you asked you asked a question about the um, um, one of your clips about mm-hmm. um, getting a vaccine. Mm-hmm. When I heard someone use the term, well, we got to use a herd mentality. Herd mentality. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that at all. But that tells you that we sheep to them. Bingo. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, once again, play that. Once again, civilization. It 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 shows you when you're in control. And I'm just you can like, see it, it isn't nobody that's we, gonna force me to inject my children with something y'all don't know shit about. And as long as my kids is at home and they doing school at home and I'm working from home, we good. Yeah. And they try to put you on punishment. Like when you, that's how I feel about. Do you watch Black Mirror? No, I, I watch. I didn't. I don't think I watch all the episodes, but I watch most of them. You of all people need to watch Black Mirror. I don't know. You know what? Don't watch Black Mirror, Shane. I don't want to put you in a because I think it would like. Did you did you watch season three, episode one? Which one was that? The one with the one the, with the, the white phone. Girl. And I didn't like that one. It was too far fetched for me. The one with the white girl and yeah, she was and going you to the wedding. See, mm, no, I watched the one with the white girl and you could see like all the computer shit over people's heads and stuff. Kind of like a Sims. Yeah, that's probably the one. Well, I think when you can see her social media um, score. Yeah. Watch that again. Give it another chance. I, I'm telling you, this scares Because once again, back in the day when I used to get um, inebriated, and I used to have conversations. And I remember telling my wife, I like, she thought I was bullish. And it, it scared me when I watched the episode. I, I'm telling, I was having this conversation like two months prior yeah. that I think social media is going to take over for credit. I think it's going to, that's going to be the new credit. That's going to be like the new way, because it's a belief. Cash is nothing but a belief system. Look yeah. at Bitcoin. Bitcoin is like one. It, it six thousand. What is like? Was it three thousand dollars? Three thousand Bitcoin is. I apologize. I make sure I'm saying this correctly. You got to have like three thousand dollars to get one Bitcoin. It's like the stock market. Mm-hmm. So it's the belief behind it. Okay. So look how many people buying followers, buying likes, buying all these things right here, mm-hmm. becoming influencers. The girl that glued her head, hands, her, her scalped her head is a. Got a blue check. Look how people act in on um, um, what's this game? What's this app called? Um, Clubhouse. When you get that little moderator bag, yeah. bean, it's a belief. Person that you live, don't live in, you live outside of that. And like people are talking about, somebody legit told me the other day, you better watch what you say. And it was mean that you were, you gotta, you getting like kind of loud. I got this green bean. Don't like put you in check. I like, you can't put shit in check with me. As long as this shit twisted. What the fuck wrong? I like you for real about man. That. I was in a room the other day and I called Greg and I was I was lit. I was in a room the other day and the room I can't even remember what the room was called, but it was like um something to do with podcasting, right? Mm-hmm. And it was two moderators up there and one other person, and they both had the the green uh star thing. Right. Yeah. And one of the late the main lady, she only was three months in on her podcast 
but you got a whole room giving advice on podcasting. Man, and then the other guy, the, I don't even know if he had a podcast. So I was listening the cappuccino. to listen. I was listening to people talk about their podcast and questions about their podcast. The girl before me got up there and she was like, so I have a question. Um, I experienced something traumatic personally and I have a podcast, but my podcast audience is not pertaining to what I experienced. I want to talk about um, basically the loss of a child. And she was like, I don't know if I should talk about it on my main podcast with the audience that I have and lose them possibly, or should I do like, a separate podcast for it so you know i have cozy moon podcast so yeah, yeah, yeah. they were sit after she finished her question they were silent so i said i unmuted and i said may i say something to her and nobody said shit so it was like dead space so i just went ahead and i was like hey so i have such and such podcast and i have this podcast and you know this podcast is primarily for parenting and all about kids and that's why I separated them. So I finished talking and the girl's like, okay, the girl, the moderator at the top basically repeated what I said. But bitch, you had no answers before she spoke. You was going to leave her with dead space. So she reiterated what I just said. So when it was my turn to speak, she, um, I, I told her, I said, well, you know, I'm a podcast. I have a few shows. Um, I didn't come up here with a question about my podcast. I came up here as a resource for anybody that had questions pertaining to You're their, the hardest working woman to help. Podcast, I said man. I wanted to help. So once I said I, I have, you know, um, Cozy Womb Podcast and I started explaining it, she's like, um, Today is the day where we want to get questions from people who have questions about podcasting. We have this every Tuesday and Friday. If you would like to come on as a moderator to um, talk about your resources, you can, but today is not it. That's not what we're looking for. <laughs> hey, Shan, once again, just like <laughs> Shan, Shan, when I be seeing you in some of these spots, I'm like, start your own. But I don't I'm, want I'm to come. though. I don't. My I, plate you is got full, to. honey. My plate is full. I, I know. I understand. But, but I'm just like, stop. it's just the rudeness that kill me. Like you could have hey, said whatever you wanted to say say after, but to cut me off and you have you have three months in girlfriend. I said Once whatever. I, I said whatever I was going to say could have answered fifteen people's questions in this audience. It's the cap the cappuccino okay i understand it's there and it's not going anywhere it was several rooms yesterday talking about why y'all get on here lying so damn much like and it was one room about a black woman that oh, like once again i'm gonna say this to you i love my black women yeah <sighs> <laughs> that's a deep breath <laughs> and this does not go out to all of y'all at all it don't go out to most of y'all it don't go out to half of y'all yeah. it goes out to a, a select few that's continue to grow mm-hmm. but so in, 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 if any men following this it goes to y'all motherfuckers too but all this scamming shit please oh, stop yeah. i'm asking politely please stop <laughs> and y'all don't even know y'all scamming and y'all scamming one girl she didn't even know she was a damn scammer herself she got scammed because she was trying to scam with somebody else and she got out scammed bitch get it the fuck out of here <laughs> man somebody get her to get somebody get her the hell out of here man like i was and she in here crying 
for then but she was in the wrong room for it because the people in the room for majority of people in the room for it saw it i heard i heard when she i heard when she said she slipped up and said yeah i do the same thing and kept talking like nobody heard that no he just out scams you boo boo that's what happened you get but you don't hear it because you're a pretty girl you don't ain't got the bbl you ain't got the titties uplifting and shit you got the waist snatch and all that and you trying to come there up, are you rooms she for people you. like that though but she thought but she come into a base she know she got the whole bio put together la 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 you just <laughs> said baby girl you said you made all this money and you just said you was homeless for like three months couldn't pay your rent but you and your bio excuse sorry boo you and your bio talking about you business management strategic when she said strategy um she said something um she couldn't pronounce the word that she used in her word like bitch what you doing the same thing get out of here same thing when people when they start these room they got this stuff going ahead and just because they cop y'all better stop looking at slick talkers and pretty faces i was told about to watch out for that i don't know who didn't tell y'all but i'm sorry it's just like, Ooh. I don't Ooh. understand the, the stamina and the confidence that people have. Like, where you bought that the at? The gall. Like, the gall. The Would the, uh, the, the Kiki uh, um, Palmer say, the gag is, you was not there. But I'll be sitting back looking at you lying, motherfucker. You, I was like, just keep it going. Madness. Again, it just... But, but I was I, I was raised around gamers. I was raised yeah. around pimps and players. Yeah. I came from that. I see your stuff coming from all the way, and I know. But the thing about it, now you want me to feel sorry for you because you got caught up in the game. Yeah, there was one in there in the room I was in crying. It was about um, manifesting, and she was in there crying about you know how she don't have a job and tears, but you know she's a music artist and she got music that motivates people, and you know she be getting all this money and she don't know where this money is coming from and it's just coming. And she was like, I manifested this, and then you got people talking about. Well, you know, I know some people in the music industry, you know, when when you see me in a room, just come through, blah, blah, blah. Like, sis. And to think I wanted to listen to this while I was doing my hair. Exit left. It'd be too let much. Me, let me go and slide on out. It'd be too much. But I appreciate this, Drake, as always. I always appreciate you. You're awesome people. Every okay. time you get a chance, the, from the mature to the wild, I'm, I appreciate it. I really do. Yes. But it, it, well, I'm excited. Uh, I love having you part of being part of the podcast fam with Thanks. you. I'm there. Yeah. I'd be, I be so jealous, you know, when everybody in Texas is going out with each other. But one, one day, one day, it will be us yeah. like, all. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I'm trying to think what you know. I was okay. You could be the first. I meant to tell Baylor this first, but I'm gonna tell you first. Instead of just going somewhere just like the, I know they used to like Denver. I want to make a trip to Africa. Ooh. Hmm. I think I that's that's how I'm feeling. I do want to go to Africa, but I think I can't do nothing less than a week. Okay. A, a week there. Like a month. No, I'm talking about like, you saying that look, I can do like a two weeks. I want to be there at least two. I want to be there so like I don't want to be there with other black people that want to do more things for black people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's something that we can actually take photos and pictures and 
um, experience this stuff together and learn with one another. Um, you know, that that's what I want to see. You know, we can go to all these other places just to have fun. But I think Africa would be fun and, fun and educational. I think it would be I want to go to Africa with a full suitcase and come back with a light suitcase and a full inside. I want to go to Africa. I want to go to Africa with an empty suitcase and come back with a full suitcase. That makes mm. sense. Yes. But so I love, like a trade for a trade. Yeah, I love that thought process, though. Yes. Yeah. That was very, see how we put that together right there? Yes. I like that. I like that. But um, what is that? A 13-hour flight? 14-hour flight? I don't know. Man. Um, Baylor and I would definitely have to be on edible. Uh, like anywhere y'all gonna be, y'all ain't gonna be. Yeah, man, I don't know. I, I ain't the last place I'm gonna be edible in, in Africa because I mean, I'm just talking about seen. on the flight I though. Mean, because oh, on the flight, when okay. I did a six hour flight from New York to LA, I almost lost it. Mm. There was no I, iPad that can help me, there was no magazine that can help me, there was no phone that can help me. I'm just like, I want off this plane. Trust me, I try to just knock myself out. I take like a melatonin or two. Mm-hmm. Out of there, like a baby, like mm-hmm. slob a dog. Only thing they be pissed me off be because I don't like I'm I'm I am scared of heights. Oh. Um, so I don't like the window seat, and that perfect my wife because she loves the window seat. Yeah, so it works out. See, but the only thing about sitting on the outside is when they hit you, especially having wide shoulders, is them hitting the shit out your damn elbow. No, shoulders if I go, sleep. I have to have like those own individual spaces, like how they be having. That's only okay. That's only she got go. money, y'all. Like, <laughs> like. Soon come. Soon come. Speak it into existence. Mm. 